What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So far this semester, he has been absent nine times. Nine times? Nine times. Podcast brought to you by the Balding Effect. We are back. Ah, boys. The boys are back in town. What boys? What town? We don't know, but they're back. We don't know, but they're back. In whose town are these boys? In back in whose town are these boys? In whose town? Back in in back of the. We're talking. I'm Nate. That's Trent. <laughs> Hello. And uh, 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 that's Shane. Hola. And we are talking about episode season nine. Nine times. Season eight plus one. Yep. Season eight plus one. The episode is episode one <laughs> called A New Hope. It's called A New, a new Hope. hope. <laughs> it's called A New Hope. It's called A New Hope. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, it was originally and, called just Walking Dead, and then they they waited like a few years and was like they made the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> to okay, the listener, so, welcome back. Okay. What's yeah. Up? To the listen, welcome back. Um, oh, I forgot. We're, I'm, we're, Shane and I are fucking up right now. Nate, what time is it? <laughs> it's time for uh, the Walking Dead podcast pod quiz. When you're not hosting, it's hard to like remember <laughs> to tee somebody up. It's uh, it's a different yeah, dude. I just sit here and wait and see what happens every time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this... even when I was doing the quiz, I just sat there and waited until Trent told me what to do. You know. <laughs> so to the new listener, we have a a year of a season long contest between <laughs> these two gentlemen. A season long Ooh. contest that Trent will win. Mm, I don't know who will. Win! <laughs> we ask the contest is trivia based as most quality contests are. Now, <laughs> are these trivia general questions? Sports and leisure, entertainment, wildcard? Nay! Potent potables. Potent potables. They are. I'll take uh, S words for 500. <laughs> and, yep, and uh, the winner for each week penis gets a Nate 
another uh, the winner each week gets a Nate point. At the end of the season, whoever has those Nate points wins. Now I'll take the rapist for five hundred. <laughs> I hear the listener saying, "But Nate, are only Shane and Trent allowed to get Nate points?" Nay, <laughs> you also can get a Nate point, and you can do that by submitting questions for this trivia contest that we hold at the head of every podcast. Um, and yes, if you are a new listener, each the beginning of every podcast is as tedious as this is. All right. Uh, <laughs> So, to submit questions, you submit them to Nate at Oh, Nate. do you? Do you? Do you? Yes. This time? I don't know. Sorry, what it's just the other right? shows we've we've been doing just the the Baltic Effect email address. I'm sorry. I, if you want them to go to Nate, you can go to Nate, but Okay. What do you I didn't think? know. I thought I didn't know we changed Fred, it. I apologize. Fred, what do you think? I don't know. I thought there was a reason, um, a technical reason, you didn't want him going to the Nate address. But I thought we, yeah, I know that we had some quiz questions this time. This episode go to the regular Baltic Effects, so you want to check that Nate. Okay, just to make sure. I only, yeah. I, oh, good, good. Thank you. All right, well, yeah. let's send him to the regular one, and you guys have to promise <laughs> not to look at him. Yeah, we, we always promise. Yeah, we won't. S- send him to BalticEffect at gmail.com. Same place you can send in emails that we'll read at the end of the show as well. Yes. So it's a one-stop shop. Less things to remember. Forget the thing I started saying. I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. I didn't uh, mean to interrupt you. I oh, apologize. No, no, just... no. It's good. You, you. Brought, it's your point is well made. Look we've at been doing for Better Call Saul anyway. Look at Shane all coming into his own here in the podcasting world. He's like, wait a minute, guys. Wait a uh, minute, uh, guys! I have no, something. No, it's not me coming into my own. It's me being confused because I'm uh, like, wait, wait, wait. We just did something for like three months here. I want to make sure we're doing the same thing. Well, maybe right, your so own we is Shane, we got being confused. All right, guys. Uh, if you want, to, okay. So let's get back to it. Okay. Uh, to get to 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 get an eight for the listener to get an eight point, you submit questions to the following email address. You Go submit on. Submit them to the. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Baltic effect at gmail.com. Uh, it's effect, like cause and effect, not affect, like, like this cause and affect me how. Like yeah. cause and affect. Yeah. <laughs> like cause and affect. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is a great podcast, you... listener. This is yeah, a great it's podcast. Great. It's like, is it, it's is, it, is it B as in boy? No, it's D as in doy. Um, anyway. So, like. <laughs> So I, 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 you know, remember when on Facebook you used to do those notes? You could do notes, like post notes. It was like a blog kind of feature. Oh yeah. Anyways, yeah. I posted all that for sure. Yeah. Okay. There's like a 26 things about me, and I posted one, and I, I used affect. I spelled affect wrong. I spelled. I felt. I spelled. I I had the usage for effect, and I spelled it like affect, and I did it on purpose, and, and in the very next sentence I say, and yes, I know I spelled that wrong because it's funny, and. Levi was apparently Levi started writing a response as soon as he saw that sentence that I used it wrong. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God, I was about to say if you didn't say it, I was going to jump and say Levi fucking had something to say, didn't he? Yeah. You two, oh. you, like... you two brothers, you the, there are two brothers <laughs> who are running from the cat ladies, and there's also aliens. Nate, and Nate had, had like an auto accident one time because he was chomping at the bit to respond to something we said in a podcast. Yeah. yeah Somebody was, acknowledged uh, the I, Rick and Morty joke that I made. 
Uh, I didn't hear it. I, I didn't hear it either. Yeah. Acknowledge though. <laughs> uh, you know what? Don't repeat it. Don't repeat it. I'm gonna listen to it. Trent, back. come on. Anytime there's back. two brothers, come on. Okay, there's never mind. two. Oh, two brothers. Two brothers. <laughs> That's there's why just, I was saying it. To... Yeah. Mm. Okay. Good. All right. So. Um. I don't think it's oh. time for the podcast anymore. For the pop quiz. Anymore. There's some quizzes. Involved, I think we missed right? that time. It's like I, I used to. I think this was also around the same time that I used to start tweeting things like I would tweet at people and I would tweet at them like you're stupid and I would do the you're the wrong you're like Y-O-U-R because uh, to me it was hilarious. Yeah. Like, it was so funny to me I think it's because funny. then you get people doing the uh, the asterisks and correcting you and it's <laughs> it, it's so stupid because it makes me look like an idiot. No, 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 and, like, no. the joke's on me, really. The fact that you do that and then they correct you makes them – it's it's a real I'm with stupid kind of thing. It's, it's yeah. I, I think it's funny. I think it's brilliant. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Quiz, it's questions, fun. quiz, questions, quiz, yeah. questions, okay. quiz, Okay. Anyway, so, we got uh, some questions in, right? Quiz, questions. We have some questions. Uh, this person submitted to the Nate Bjork uh, questions, um, but in the future – I will check this email address just in case, <laughs> but in the future it has been decided. We'll submit them to the Baltic Effect. Now, is this confusing enough? Uh, here it is. These questions are from Bricktails. Woo! So Bricktails, woo! Bricktails sent them into both addresses because that's why I was trying to get you to go to the Baltic <laughs> Effect address. <laughs> because Bricktails sent them to the Baltic Effect address I as see well. <laughs> Bricktails, I love you. You're great. You <laughs> Thank you, Bricktails. Sneaky snake. We love you. You're the best. Yes, thank you. I'm gonna read them from the from the Baltic Effect. <laughs> 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 oh well he's the only one that submitted him to that one too cool cool as john oliver would say as john oliver would say cool yeah cool <laughs> yeah he's he's changed uh, my like usage of cool like i can't just use it naturally it's always reserved for somebody sarcastic. yeah it's it's yeah it's a thousand percent <laughs> sarcastic like anytime anybody does anything that's really not cool i just stop and go cool just you know, yeah. Calm and you, you know. do that to me all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> and what does that say about you, Nate? That tracks. <laughs> this is consistent <laughs> with my attitude. This, I'm this week's sarcastic. To the listener, this podcast is usually like ten percent less giggly, but it's the first episode of the season, so. This quiz, this week's quiz has three questions total. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> There's no Nate Bjork questions this time? I started watching this episode a second time last night. I got to the the part where it, like, said, like, when it, where it started at the very beginning. <laughs> I was like, I don't feel like watching it again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, like, I pressed play. It went The screen went black, and it started coming back up, and I was like, I don't feel like it. So we got three <laughs> questions. Best two out of three wins this thing. Let's see. Or three, three out, out of, first? yeah. First question. All right. Oh, Kelsey says, not sure which address you want me to send these, so I'll just do both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jesus um, Christ. To answer your question. All right. So you will send your. <laughs> okay. If you don't ask me a gosh darn question. Nah, I don't know what I'm going to Well, language. I got, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nick Sears, mom. You t- <laughs> what? What legendary kind of seeds? What kind of seeds? Did Rick pull out of a drawer at the Smithsonian? Uh, oh, 
Shit, I feel like I wrote that down. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, you took some notes? Well, I took some notes. Quotes around the word some. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, Nate, just l- last night on the quiz for the Better Call Saul podcast, I uh, I, I went no notes. And uh, I got, I've never had an ass beating so hard at a quiz. <laughs> I got, Trent, you won three quizzes this season. You did pretty good. That's Herculean. That is, I'll take, I will be happy with my three. That is a fucking I mountain. I was very happy. Ooh. And I was trying to throw in the, like, the Shane questions at the end to try to give you more of a chance. You don't, and then all of the TPIR, you kept... You kept missing those. Well, two. you don't. You don't have you, to. You did good this season overall. I I appreciate it, but don't don't you know don't sway it towards don't don't try and give me any kind of. I appreciate the help, but I wasn't but trying to sway it really. He, I was just trying to give you more of a chance. I'm I mean, sorry. he he works really hard at, at doing that, so you know we should win the thing. You know. What legendary Trent said heirloom? Question mark. Uh, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> what is the answer? Uh, is it rattlesnake snap bean? It is. Rattlesnake snap bean. They're gonna grow some rattlesnakes. They're not gonna be happy. Yep. Rick's got what? Wait. Rick's got one of those rattlesnake envelope things. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, it's yes. an envelope yes, with a washer yes. and a rubber band. Yeah, truck stop. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's got it in his pocket. He's like, "Hey, look at this. We can grow more rattlesnakes." And Maggie's like, "Don't open that." And he's like, "No, check it out. I found them. You want to look at them? No, Rick. I don't want to." Oh, man. Wow, Rick, I'm that's real funny, Rick. Since, since Coral died last season, I'm picturing Rick doing all of his dad jokes now to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and, when they, and when they're not <laughs> funny. Like, people who even didn't even know Carl were like, I miss Carl. But I was going to say, when he, <laughs> when he does one of those jokes and it doesn't land, the other person just goes, Carl's dead, Rick. Carl's dead. <laughs> like, Judith isn't old enough yet, I think, for this, the, the rattlesnake beans joke. So he's going around to Maggie and everybody else like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey Daryl. Daryl, guess hey. what I found? Check it out. I found hey. rattlesnake eggs, man. They're in this envelope. <laughs> you should look at them. They look funny. <laughs> I also found this peanut heirloom peanut brittle. Uh, also, yeah, I got this <laughs> set on that set on that podcast is usually 20 percent less giggly set um, on that uh there's a there... smell, smell this flower that i have on my lapel please i'm i put oh uh, you're gonna trigger carol with the smelling the flowers sit the uh <laughs> sit on this this uh pilgrim chair it's got this nice purple cushion on i mean pink cushion on it go ahead and sit yeah. down oh my god who farted did you hear that oh man oh I'm gonna man hand it I'm going to shake your hand. Ignore the little metal thing I have in it. Everything right. that we said makes more sense than what they actually did. Just putting that out there. The next okay. question goes as follows. And I'm going to ask you to be specific. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, what is the speed limit on Route B? Oh, shit. I'll give you- Ooh. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. That, I don't know why I gave it to you in in time. I gave it to you. <laughs> I, my fingers got real stupid. Nate, what was the answer to the first question? I don't think I heard it. I, you made jokes about it the entire time. It was the rattlesnake snap bean. Wait, really? Yes. yes. Oh, that's a real thing. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> what, what is the show? I don't know. Did you think I just you were just 
<laughs> no, I thought it was the. Do you guys not know what the rattlesnake eggs? I thought that was the joke. Yes, okay. yes, yes. We we were also making the joke oh. about the the thing that you buy at truck stops. That's an envelope. Yeah, but, I knew. I knew that. Haha, <laughs> this is a joke yeah, too. Yeah, according <laughs> to the show, that's what they were getting at the not the Smithsonian that they were at. Yeah, yeah. Haha, <laughs> I was joking too. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trent said, "55 p.m." <laughs> <laughs> 55 per hour and, and then he said 55 mph yeah uh, mm. Shane was a little more specific Shane said 55 mph US American mm. uh, is the correct, correct answer the correct answer is 30 US American wow. miles damn must be a neighborhood you got kids school I zone. like that we both thought the same thing though it felt like it should be 55 around it, there, you know? It's always got to be 55, In the zombie right? apocalypse, it, it should just be, like, whatever. If you can get your car to go this fast, just do the, it. I, I would still appreciate the speed limit signs just because, you know, like, sometimes you take a blind corner, and you're like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm glad that that thing said 40 on it, because yeah. I was tooling yeah. around at 60, and if I would have taken that turn at 60, oh. I would have flipped. The problem is, you know? is If you can that somehow it, get a car running on gasoline that should have expired three years ago mm-hmm. if you can somehow get your car running you should be able to go whatever speed you well, want they're run- and they're also doing the corn corn uh, gas now they are which we'll get into it but that's one of the things that i liked this episode like that's they're acknowledging that there are other fuels mm-hmm. because before this I, I was always like all right yeah whatever because you know gasoline does go bad after a few months yeah. they address it in last man on earth do they? Yeah, they actually do. They address it in Last okay. Man on Earth, and they're like, "Who would have known that?" Um, <laughs> they go, "Who would have known that this would have expired?" And uh, Phil uh, goes, "I've been telling you for the last few months, but no one listens to me." <laughs> last Man on Earth wound up being like the last ten people on Earth, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the because originally the main guy was Phil, and then the new Phil came. Who was cooler? <laughs> so they called him Phil, and they called Phil Tandy. So cool uh-huh. Phil was the one who's the cool Phil was the one who uh uh said I've been t-, like he was the smart one that no one actually listened to. It's so funny to think of an idea of a show where you're the last person on earth, so you think, and then someone shows up with the same name as you. It's well, I feel just, like again, God. I didn't watch that show past the first few episodes, but I feel like. Just based on stuff I saw, it seems like, right, they kept adding people every year, right? It was yeah. always like, yeah, well, oh, like, here's the the last woman on Earth. Nope, never mind, yeah. here's somebody else. Nope, never mind, well, like, here's somebody in else. The first ep- in the first episode, you meet another person. Yeah. But so. uh, one thing I will say is January Jones was on that show, and I love Mad Men, so mm-hmm. go January I Jones. Love Jay- I love Jay Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I also love really that show. somebody named their daughter after a month of the year, which is pretty cool. It's not April, you know, mm-hmm. or it's June, April I guess. Or, June. or May. Or May. Or- Damn. Why is summer? December. Why is summer all ladies? October. You know, and I know, like, there's also. Why is summer all ladies? My daughter, October. There's November Davis. May, June. Killer Mm. Phil. All right, next question. (laughs) Okay. What? What? And also, by the way, this question is also one that I. It also reminded me. So this reminded both Bricktails and Nate. So this is a dual. Thing. Mm-hmm. What now dead? What questions. now dead Walking Dead character was I? Re- well, I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. What now dead Walking Dead character was I reminded of during <laughs> the funeral scene? Uh, 
<laughs> it was both Bricktails and Nady, both reminded of during the funeral scene. Uh, oh, sorry, Skeen. It's going to wind up being like that one criminal from the first episode that got shot and never was heard from again. <laughs> it's T-Dog. It reminded me of T-Dog. Oh, yeah, T-Dog. <laughs> Shit. How quick we forget. Oh. T-Dog. Oh, what about that doctor Bert. that got bit and was like tainted meat? That guy. Oh, that guy. Bob. Bob, Dr. Bob, yes. Yeah. Fucking Bob is what Trent would call him. Yeah, that. he's on. That guy is on um, The Deuce. And he's a character I like really, really like. It's kind of fucking cool. It's awesome. Oh, The Deuce is a good show. Yeah. Okay. That's the one that's like 70s porn industry stuff? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Have um, not seen it, but cool. It's good. Okay. Uh, it's a kind of fun, interesting foray into the ins and outs of the first season was more about prostitution, but it, it you know. Okay, anyways, next question. What Wait, what's the answer? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that was the last question, by the way. And I'll remind you that you are under oath. Shane is, is tied with Trent one to zero. Mm. Oh uh, no. Uh, so here's the here's the here's the uh, question. Here's the answer. So Shane said Herschel. Shane said Herschel. Trent, is that correct? No. Okay. And is Trent Mark? said Glenn. Trent said Glenn. Shane, is that correct? No question mark. You are both right on saying that the other one's wrong. Uh, the correct answer is Beth. Because she Why? used to sing Irish ballads. Oh, oh, nice! But she probably heard them from Herschel. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, also, there was Baby Herschel in this episode. Yeah, Baby there Herschel. Was. So thus ended the the podcast podcast pod quiz, the uh, season opener, and <laughs> here is the score at the end of that. Ready for it? Bricktails yeah. has one. Trent has zero. <laughs> Shane has one. I was Yay. hoping you were going to go with the Trent has zero and Shane has one. <laughs> Shane, l listen to you like Trent's going to beat me in this. Look at you, man. Well, I'm just basing it on tradition. I'm just basing it on the past, man. We'll is, see. Is that rattlesnake, is that rattlesnake snap bean? Yeah. <laughs> I, got it. I thought it was a fucking joke. I wrote down joke. a lot more other stuff, but that's the one that got it. God, I thought it was like the most brilliant fucking joke I'd ever heard. <laughs> Damn, man. So it was like two. It was a brilliant joke that led to Damn, a nice little, little little bit of uh, little, little goofiness. And you got the point for it. That's like a, it's a, it's a double threat there. I will take right, it. So we did. So here's here's my thoughts on this episode. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, where's Negan? Okay, uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> uh, I'll let Trent go first. I I'm I'm uh, I have two I'm of two minds about. Uh, actually, no, I I have a thought about the first half, and I have a thought about the last half. The first half isn't really a half; it's just a part. Um, the first part, I spent the entire time going, "You stupid." assholes every one of them are a bunch of hmm. dumb dumb dildos like do they're they're going to a museum to get uh, maybe, <laughs> you are hating it maybe so i'm much. wrong i'm waiting on you guys to tell me i'm wrong but i gathered because they didn't explicitly say it about everything but i gathered that these items they grabbed that broke the floor over the zombies they grabbed all of these for models to make more of them yeah. 
And so that's telling me that they don't have, like, a picture of these things in a fucking book somewhere that they could put in their goddamn pocket. You have to drag... You're going to the fucking museum to get a canoe. A canoe. Do you yeah, know how... When I first when they first went there, I got all excited that they were gonna fucking use that place as their new home base because like that's all marble. Well, I was shit. excited that's about that too. Good. Yeah, that was that would have been neat. Yeah. It'd been something, but it, it, but it when I found out what they were doing, I was just like, "What is wrong with you, fucking idiots?" <laughs> and then my favorite was when the fucking cart got stuck in mud, and I was like, "And then they died of dysentery." Yeah, that was good. <laughs> well, and I was thinking that too. I was making some some uh, Oregon Trail references as well. That's the thing about the cart. It got stuck in the mud. You know what didn't get stuck in the mud? The other cart that you already had that you made out of the chassis of a car. We don't have yeah. to go back. That was made using that was made using computers and engineering. Yeah, not we, we don't have to go backwards with technology, even though we don't have like a, like factories. That doesn't mean you have to go all the way back to the beginning. That's a stupid idea. You're all stupid. Every one of them. <laughs> um, and that's, I'll that's be the I naysayer was. then okay. whenever you're done. I'm done. Tell me how I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll argue the other side. No. Um, all right. First off, you are correct in that, oh, yeah, they didn't need Trent, to go. Take a pause. Just a pause. Okay. I just want to okay. say, Trent, I think you should appreciate this. Okay. Because a lot of times you will say something and I will immediately disagree with you. And I think it frustrates you on this podcast, so let's uh, let's pause and uh, think about that we're in agreement on this. I'll just absorb that. Yeah, it's not just a frustration in the podcast. It's, <laughs> it's in life. <laughs> but here's it's in life. With this, I will say I do appreciate it. it is very much appreciated. But I I I might think that I want somebody to tell me what fundamental thing that I missed that took me down a train of thought to make me realize these are all dumbasses that deserve to be eaten. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, turn the, to, turn the mic to, uh, uh, in the front row, we have, um, uh, Shane, is it? Here you go, Shane. Go yeah. take it. Okay. I, I will say, Trent, yes, I agree with you. It was kind of dumb. <laughs> they could have gotten some books, right? They could have figured this out from some other way. However, from a storytelling point of view, yeah. At this point, nine seasons in, I am just so happy that they did anything. <laughs> I'm so happy that they went anywhere to try to do something different. I'm so happy because I've been saying I don't since care the if, that I want a procedural. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care if they sh if they should have figured a way around the glass. I don't care if canoes are basic enough that you can make them from trees. You just make it a canoe shape. About that. I don't care about anything about realism or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just happy that this fucking television show that I watch every week so that I can do a podcast about it is doing something different because it's we, been we so, it so we, long. Like we, we they finally the have a show so we, we can have a phone call with our friends. Is what we they finally have a new showrunner and she is finally making them do something different, you know? Like, I, I don't care how impractical it is. I'm so happy that they did something, that they did something about building society back up and going somewhere different than just being on these three locations. That's, um, that's fair, but here's yeah. the thing. Just because yeah, I agree. You, just to do something the, the, because the, the, it's the different fucking... means you can't write a show. 
Okay, it's... right, right, you're right. Look, the fucking canoe, you don't have to have a goddamn heavy canoe. You don't have to get that. You can make a canoe. Come on. You're not that far removed from society. You can make a canoe. However, um, making a, um, a plow or something, I don't know. Even if you had a book about it, maybe having an actual example would be better. Sure. Great. Point is, they went somewhere different. They didn't sit around on the goddamn Alexandria or the hilltop or the sanctuary or whatever. They went somewhere else, and I am willing to I am willing to give them a lot of slack for that. Shane, you might. I, I'm willing maybe, to do. Maybe, what was that? This show has broken me down so much in the last eight seasons. Yeah, you're so in the first to have stages of. Else happen. Okay, you're, so you're in the first stages think... of Stockholm syndrome. That's what's happening. You're like, yes. oh, thank you for this. <laughs> thank you, show, for giving this to me. I deserve this. <laughs> I feel like at this point, it's been so long since I've seen these guys do anything different that I'm just happy to see them try. You know? I'm happy to see them try something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I mean, I I like that too. Alternate theory for why they're getting all those items. It's an elaborate Rick Coral joke. (laughs) Um, Because Rick really misses telling those jokes. And I'll tell you why. What? Because he'd be like, he gets home. And he sees Michonne, and he's like, hey, Michonne, <laughs> want to plow? And he pulls out the plow, right? Oh, God. Okay. He does that. Okay. And then, um, uh, oh, shit, what was the next one I thought of? Um, <laughs> hey, oh, you want a like, boat? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you want to go like, in the bedroom and no, boat? No, 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 no. Because no. then he'd be like, hey, guys, uh, do, you th- do you think you can uh, uh, deal with this? Can you dig it? That's epic. Then That's good. They all, and then they all say, "Yes, we can." Yes, they can. And then he goes, "I don't want all this head wagging." All wow. This head wagging. Uh, and, and then that was it. Was just an elaborate setup for a series of shitty puns that Rick wanted to do. <laughs> I um, would cut off his hand. <laughs> We're losing Rick this season, and I don't mind if that's what he's going to do. I don't mind no, losing No, this is what he's doing. This is, I, I, um, we'll put that in the prediction box. <laughs> that's what they're doing with these Put that in the prediction box? <laughs> I don't know how this all works. I assume you have a prediction box. It's a, it's a book. You've got to talk to Nick about that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have one on this show, and it's just a box, and we never check it. <laughs> it's just... You can also put your comments and complaints and use condom wrappers, all that stuff in that box. I am writing this down. Prediction box. (laughs) box. (laughs) Well, I guess I want to say real quick because it's kind of... Let me type this down. Uh, Smithsonian? He has to have silence and speak out loud to type. I I like this. I like that the show was showing us something different. I like that they were doing something to try to rebuild society. Um, I like Michonne's it looks like it's going to be Michonne's storyline this season of a constitution that's not a constitution. You know, like, a, yeah, a she's charter. really going to be the one. Yeah, a charter. She's really going to be the one that's trying to make them rebuild society. I've wanted that for, like, four seasons now. They don't like, call them that You anymore. can only show they the post-apocalypse them, uh... for so long before stuff's got to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just don't call them that anymore. They call them Spectrum now. Because Charter well, is yeah, they they I, I can't make bad jokes. I like to make bad jokes too. <laughs> uh, but when you no, have, it worked. This this is we've got three societies now that are teaming up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're having issues. Obviously, by the end of the episode, they're having and... big issues. But if you can get three societies to team up, then you can start rebuilding. You can start like having the... a country again. Yeah, it's like the city 
states in Greece. Like, so you had like mm-hmm. Sparta and Athens, Athens and all those guys. They yeah. all, and they all had their individual little shits, but they also had an agreement that like, hey, if the fucking Persians come, we decide to kick kill them. Kick them down the well, right? Yeah, <laughs> kick them down the well. We say, this is Sparta. <laughs> and it's a, it's a misunderstanding to say that Athens were the smart ones and Spartans were the dumb ones. There were smart guys in Sparta too. Yeah, they had the messenger well, hole. Though that I want this show to be more about rebuilding after the apocalypse. It's been years now. Look how old Judith is. She's talking and drawing pictures. Let's get back to trying to make society happen. And again. I like all that stuff. I love every the rest of the episode. Um, I'm actually even we we touched on it for a second, but I'm actually okay that it's Rick's last season and Maggie. I think that it opens up a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of possibilities. I mean, everyone, you and, you know, mm-hmm. you're saying you're tired of the same old, same old. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I would like to see something different. It's a long time on a show. Let's, let's do yeah. something different. And, you know, not, not only just the actual rebuilding stuff that I appreciate, but I also, the overall kind of feel of the episode is kind of nice. Walking Dead's kind of a, it, while I got pissed off. Again, I feel things, like having a new showrunner has helped out. Well, maybe. What I was going to say is what's nice about you know Walking Dead coming in in October, they always set it kind of in the fall when it starts. It feels – watching Walking Dead in October feels like it's the fall. You know what I mean? And this episode looked like it with all the, the old-timey pilgrimy stuff. You know, it's <laughs> just the, – the, I, I really did like the the last part of the show, the rest – the meat of the show. Um, but the, the rebuilding stuff for sure, I, I definitely dug on that. You know what I would like to see? Instead of them raiding museums, I would like to see more interaction with possible lesbian. Uh, the lady that was, like, telling them, here's a book of how to build society. I'd like to see <laughs> oh, more interaction with her. You know? Yeah. Like, I'd like to see, instead of let's raid this museum, how about let's talk to this lady? She seemed to know what's up. Yeah. She did. It's, like, what happened to her book? Why are they getting a... Why are they getting... Well, well and, I told you why they're getting the wagon, because I'm gabbing up your head wagon. My theory so. is that she's in control of that helicopter. But speaking of the helicopter... It's um, in the credits. Fucking... Oh, first off, those credits are amazing. But yeah. secondly, yep. fucking Jadis was here. She's part of the team now. Yeah, and her hair's not stupid anymore. And she's speaking normal. Yeah, she's I a know. good There's... character. <laughs> yeah. like, um, like... King Ezekiel, he still talks like a nerd, but he's not like a fucking. He not talk. He's still talking you normal, but nerdy. I liked that Daryl pointed that out. I liked that. <laughs> all right, y'all know my thing with Carol. I love that Carol and Daryl got to have more than two minutes talking together, right? I love that yeah. they talked together. I love that she called him Pookie, and I love that he said something about, "Hey, does he even like snore fancy?" Like <laughs> he's like calling Ezekiel out. She still loves Ezekiel, and they're a yeah. couple, but Daryl can call him out, you know? Yeah, they're friends. Right. Yeah, him cool. and Carolyn. Daryl's her ace friend. Yeah. They, I shouldn't, like that, uh, um, they shouldn't be allowed to rhyme like that, though. Yeah. I, I like that, well, like... that's been an issue since season one, but I like that Daryl, um, I like the thing he said to Rick, which was about how used to we were this small group, and we could do anything. Now, we're this big society, and who knows, right? Like, I liked the idea of the small group being better. I don't know if it's true. I would like to see a large group work, but I've also missed, over the years, I've missed the idea of there being, like, five to ten people that are the core of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you were, and you even last season you were talking about how, like, you miss, like, because you don't get enough content from the characters you mm-hmm. like. Because yeah. Because they're trying to fit... 
everyone in. Like, well, oh, I don't want to be selfish and say every character, every. I don't want to be selfish and say every episode should focus on my girl Carol, but I do <laughs> but every miss the days. <laughs> well, I do. I would love that, but I do miss the days when it was like Carol, Maggie, Rick, Daryl, the the core group, right? You know, we've introduced all these other characters, which are cool. Glenn. Um. Well, Glenn's dead. Yeah, but I miss you don't have to say it. You don't have to. You have to be so callous about it. You know. Hey, speaking of characters, all of a sudden popping up, Rhett Butler, huh? Rhett fucking Butler. Yeah. Oh my god, which one Grace of you Under guys Fire. ever watched Grace Under Fire? Because oh, I loved that show. This back guy. In the 90s. I watched it. <laughs> no, like I think we all watched TV with our moms in the nineties. Oh yeah. I'll right? tell you this. Oh, yeah. I saw the name. I saw the name in the credits, and I was like. That sounds familiar. And then when she showed up, I was like, holy fuck. It's her. Oh, look at that. She used to work at a factory and have a kid and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she did have a lot of grace, even (laughs) when she was under fire. It was an interesting show. You know, Nate and I have talked about, um, you know, because I've talked about, like, Roseanne, like, him liking it when he was younger. Working class heroes. Yeah, working class heroes well, and everything. Shane also was a big Roseanne fan back in the day. Who, wait, what, mm-hmm. was, right? What's that? Shane. Shane is the same. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, not necessarily. No, I didn't watch it a lot when I was a kid, no. But my... But I've appreciated Roseanne, and I've appreciated Grace but, and other characters that are, like, right, but working I've had, class. What I was saying uh, is, I've had conversations yeah. with Nate about Roseanne, and, and the reason I didn't really care for it that much when I was a kid is, like, I didn't want to be reminded of, like, of the shit situation. I didn't want to be reminded of people yelling at each other in the kitchen because, like, I was living in that. But there was something about Grace yep. Under Fire that was interesting. It was a single mom with her, you know, kid and her neighbor trying to help out. And that was kind of how it is with my mom. Like, like she was a single mom, and we yeah. had, like, the, we were friends with the, the neighbors that were a couple, and the, the, like, husband helped out every now and then. And, like, it was... Yeah, know, yeah. And, like, and I feel like that actress uh, has been not used as much in the last 10 15 years as she could have been no and she was really really good yeah. this episode she was like, a good stand-up she portrayed the broken the heart yeah stand-up comedian but in this episode she played like the broken heart mom yeah. and she did it really good you know like i felt for her so much like i felt for the husband too but i really felt for her like she was yeah. really doing that very well yeah good call good good man like oh sorry sorry i was gonna say like yeah like and it really is you you understand like you under obviously she shouldn't blame Maggie, but you're not using logic when you're grieving a kid yeah. that you had mm-hmm. that died, yeah, yeah, right? For like, sure. mm-hmm. and it's a miracle that they've the, the three of them have lived together. That's as a what family I was gonna say long. is in the zombie apocalypse, the fact that this adult guy managed to make it through the apocalypse with both of his parents yeah. all the way through. That's impressive, you know. Like he he probably did some crazy shit to keep them alive probably every family around has lost someone except them the fact that they're just now having to deal with that is is crazy let me ask you a question about uh this is kind of skipping forward a little bit but uh so you know, oh, like we haven't been doing that I, already. I know, I know. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, but like Gregory gets you know the punishment, and yeah, Gregory should have been hung a long time ago. Um, but mm. the well, I don't know about hung, but the so the husband, while yeah he was coerced into getting drunk, coerced into doing trying to murder Maggie, um, he did just lose his son. His wife is you know he's having to deal with himself and support his wife but no punishment towards him do you think i 
I blame Gregory so much more than oh, I blame sure. him. Oh, sure. Yeah. Gregory knew that that guy was a recovering alcoholic, and he encouraged him to drink. Mm-hmm. Gregory yeah. was fomenting this thing against Maggie from the beginning. Uh, in my notes, I wrote down, oh, he's quietly trying to do this submissive thing. This it's not submissive, subversive thing. Um, I totally blame Gregory. I don't blame Dad at all on this. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I blame Gregory, that, too, but uh, I just feel like it's it, odd that Dad doesn't I think, get it. I think it was Dad, at least I think 80% Dad will, Gregory. I think Dad will, like, he'll, like in the morning, his he'll guilt, regret it. He'll, he'll, he'll regret it. He'll regret it. Like, maybe they'll be like, hey, we don't trust you. But, like, this is still, like, modern times mm-hmm. where um, we can give someone a fine numbers for minor things or like like community service or something we're just gonna keep an eye on you i think well like, you say minor things he did commit attempted murder do you right. think maybe it's uh, i think did. what you're saying if i'm hearing kind of the same thing and i i think i agree with it too is that it more it's more like they're not gonna not trust that guy in the morning they fit that yeah he, that happened yeah. that situation well, happened <sighs> they understand that there's some serious consequences and I, I I don't feel like that guy is gonna try and do it again. So I, I look at know. look at Gregory. They last season he was in a pen, a chicken pen, out in the yard, and they he's, let him out so of that. Chances. Yeah. They let him out of. You're right. He's had so many chances. They let him out of that. And look who was in there with him, Brooklyn. Right. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn went on the road trip this episode. Went and helped out and Brooklyn. did good things. Alden. <laughs> That's what I call him. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Brooklyn went on the road trip and did good things. He was things. walking there, you guys. He was just walking Gregory there. Gregory <laughs> did bad things. Yeah. Gregory, it's like he's had so many chances to do better, mm-hmm. and he hasn't. And they had an election. And every election, Even if Jesus had. was the one counting the votes, they had an yeah. election. And he lost. But he can't be a good loser. He has to try to foment you know, rebellion. And in that case, yeah, Gregory deserved something. I don't know if he deserved a hanging, but he deserved something, right? I think the hanging is preventative. Like, at this point, we don't have a prison. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, a prison is a waste of resources, I think. Sometimes, yeah. Um, And I think that Maggie did it the best way she could. She did it in public. She didn't do anything in secret. She made sure the kids, theoretically, were in bed. But Mm. she got the adults there and she said look I'm going to do this in front of you I'm not going to try to do this in secret I'm not going to you know hide it and I've been watching Vikings uh, the show that's on History Channel and I've heard good things about it they have kids watch executions like this isn't modern times Mm -hmm. like you might as well be in the dark ages right now kids it's these kids kill know how to kill so I think it's okay that they've seen them uh, a guy get murdered by a rope. It's true, but the, the Vikings did what they didn't have is they didn't have a sense of perspective. You know, they're trying to keep the kids shying away from it. I, I don't necessarily think that you're you're wrong with it. I mean, I don't think kids should. But like, what I think is that like, they're trying to you know not go a hundred percent back to the Viking days. While they are in a different world, they're trying to rebuild, and so. I think, you know, you don't want your kids to watch that because you don't want them to grow up having to murder people later on. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but maybe kids we like... We all agree, though, that there's a difference between Gregory and Dad, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was just curious. It was an interesting thing. I wanted to see kind of what everybody thought because my feelings were, don't punish the Dad. That's how I feel. But, like, law, yeah. justice, rules, they're not about feelings. There's, yeah. You know, this is about like, protecting people. And I feel... If I was in that community, I wouldn't feel threatened or worried about that guy hurting yeah. anyone else. So, 
you know. I and I think you should be held responsible for what you do when you're drunk. Like, I don't think I was drunk is a good excuse. I think you should be held responsible for what you do when you're drunk. And, like, if, for what... example, somebody were to, like, stomp into someone's house and tread mud everywhere and, <laughs> like, and like yeah. pass out on, on the bottom bunk, they should be held responsible for that, right? <laughs> they should at least feel bad. They think they do, but they would. I think they do feel bad. But, um, it's not because of the alcohol. Well, it's because their favorite sporting team did not do well. <laughs> yeah. That combined with the alcohol. Well, anyway. like, yeah, but, but like, um, like if you're like, oh, I did that to that person at that party because I drank too much. No, you, you're responsible for that. Um, like, you don't become a suddenly a different person. Like, but if, mom, if you're alcoholic and people know you're alcoholic, but somebody still plies you with liquor, that is right. terrible. And also, but you I bringing think, up I think... all the times that Gregory had another chance. This dad probably has never yeah. had to put them in a situation like that before. So if you're going to give Gregory a yeah. hundred chances, this like presumably sweet dude that stayed sober for all time that lost his kid, he probably gets at least one at a minimum. You know. You know what? How yeah. about how about it's one. the zombie oh, apocalypse and you still maintain your sobriety when you know that you're an alcoholic? That is admirable. You know? Yeah, that Bob. Really is. Like in the. <laughs> In the zombie apocalypse, when alcohol is rare and you uh -huh. get offered alcohol and you still turn it down, yeah, that's admirable, dude. That's good. He did a good. He tried really hard for a long time, I think. Well, w there's another aspect of this whole situation that I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was kind of on purpose. With, I mean, maybe I'm looking too deep into it, but I mean, the heavy-handedness of, I voted for you. But now, uh, you know, there's all those people that they eat our food, and uh, we need to just take care of us. And it's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I get it. There, you know. But you know what? I see when what you the did there, show. That, I see what you did there. When is the last time that this show did something that made you think that though? When's the last time that they did? Oh, I'm something not saying it's a bad thing like necessarily. A it's, real world analog. It was. Just, I thought this was good. It was just real heavy handed. It was real like you don't. Yeah. You don't look back and go. Oh, you're like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. I know where you're going with this. Yes, it, yes, it was heavy-handed. However, I felt like I would rather it be heavy-handed than have what we've had for eight seasons, which was it had no relevance to us whatsoever, and it's, right? It's fine like, that they did it. This felt like at least they're trying. Science fiction traditionally has had um, some relevance to the real world that's going on, right? It's always like, some kind of always like had a, analogs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always trying to like represent it in a way that you can look at, like, this crazy situation and compare it to what real life actually is. And I, and I, yeah. I don't necessarily I mean, it's say like it's like that guy who wrote in... It's like, remember when we had our first... Before we even started watching Walking Dead, we prepped for it by watching all these zombie movies. And we, had, we started this podcast. We're watching those zombie movies. We actually had a guy write in, like, during those early days, who said, I'm taking a college class about zombie movies and about how <laughs> it represents the fears that regeneration has yeah. and yeah. it's represented in zombie movies. Wow. Like, I wonder you know, how that person's see, doing. Yeah. Like, the fears of communism are in some of them. Or, and the fears or of capitalism. Are... I mean, Dawn of yeah. the Dead is all about, um, oh, yeah. you know, consumerism and stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, to, to take it back to my favorite thing, Star Trek in the 60s, they did they did episodes that were really blatant. They did episodes yeah. where it was like, hey, we have black on one side of us and white on the other side of us, but the other guys have black on that side and white on the other side. You know, like, you knife nipple yeah, bastard. Talking about racism, you know. 
<laughs> so, Race uh, it's dealing in analogs when it's teaching us something about ourselves, and I feel like Walking Dead has not tried to do that for a long time. So that's why I'm standing up for this episode and saying they tried. Well, I, oh, they tried. I know. You're giving to do it something. The, you're, you're giving the purple. You're giving the purple hog award, and I don't. I don't fault them for it. And I did enjoy the episode, so I'm not like coming at the counter against this. But at the same time, too, mm -hmm. it's a little easier to take a message like when you incept it versus just flat out saying, like if, if the show were to stop and all the actors turn and face the camera and go, this is the scene that we're going to do that has to do <laughs> with the current political climate. <laughs> so this is yeah. actually about the political. You'll get it. You'll see. You'll just just watch it. OK. Yeah. And scene. So the point being is that if they can hide it a little more, I, I get it. There are different things going on, and I'm not going to say this is a bad episode, and I do agree with you. It's nice to see something different. The fact of the matter is, though, they could still make something good. <laughs> and if they don't, if they make something that could be better, I'm going to say, hey, make something better, uh, because they can. I agree with you that it's not perfect, but it's better than it's been, right? Yeah, don't you feel like yeah. it's better than the last few seasons? Yeah. That's a <laughs> Procedural. I've been saying that. Dun dun. Like last in the zombie last, apocalypse, last... the survivors are represented yeah. by two distinct groups. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited. I still am excited for the the possibilities. I did like this episode. Um, it was a longer episode, but yet I am gonna say this is one of the few that it didn't feel padded out. Um, I feel like they really yeah, packed it through some good stuff because I, I was kind of in a rush to get through my rewatch, and I, I was hard-pressed to find a place where I could kind of skip through, you know, long scenes of nothing or long, slow, you know, walking down the road scenes or, you know, something like that. Scenes of people just doing so stuff that's not interesting. It, what do you feel like were the main things this episode, right? We had, we had Maggie deciding that she... You know, Hilltop's not going to be contributing what they've been doing. Mm -hmm. We had Michonne is going to do the new charter or whatever. Mm -hmm. We had Ezekiel and Carol. What were the other main storylines that I'm missing there? What else was in this episode? Well, dead kid with the parents um, and, and, you know, dead uh, what's yes, okay. kid with parents. Oh, speaking of dead parents, mm -hmm. so are Ezekiel and Carol raising that kid now? They mentioned him a couple of times. They didn't show him this episode because there's been a time jump. I assume kid. they'll yeah. have to. I think, yeah. raising, I think they're raising that kid because his brother was raising him first, and now there's mm -hmm. no one left to raise him, so someone has to. Mm -hmm. So they've adopted this kid now. Mm -hmm. uh, she's turned down a marriage proposal. I mean, I proposal. don't think they went to the courthouse and officially did it. But like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Hillary Clinton said it. You know, in it the, in the world of The Walking Dead, they're raising him. They're, they've <laughs> yeah. adopted him. Um, sure. Um, I, I just gotta step in when it oh, comes to they, Carol. I gotta say, wanna, I love to marry her. I love that Carol wants to take over um the sanctuary. If you know Daryl doesn't want to do it, Shane, that's cool. Can I ask you a question about? And this is of course it's gonna be. It's it, this is weird because it's not coming from the way that you're gonna think that it's coming from, or most people think it's from. Okay. I complete. You don't have to explain anything <laughs> to me. I completely understand how things are in situations of things without having to go into detail about them, but. Are you okay? Do you give Carol's hand in marriage? <laughs> oh, dude, my policy to is the king as they, specifically. As long as they don't kill her off, uh -huh. I don't care. They can kill every other character. They can do whatever other storyline they want. Okay. Don't kill Carol. Okay. Yeah, sure. I don't care if she's engaged to Ezekiel. Sure, right, whatever. I wasn't shipping her with anybody else. I wasn't one of those people that's shipping her with Daryl, for example. Sure, great. 
pair her off with Ezekiel. Okay. So long as she's alive, A, and B, she gets to be a badass. Okay. All I want is one or two episodes a year where she gets to be a badass. I just like you know. last season, mm-hmm. they did the thing. They sorry, no. but last season they did the two things I love, which are number one, sneaking around and killing people, mm-hmm. yeah. and number two pretending to be vulnerable and killing people. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I'm just a little old lady. Don't get near me. Ha ha ha, I killed no, you all. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I just made some cookies, murder. <laughs> if, they can, if they let her murder people, I don't care what else she does. I don't care who she's engaged to. I don't care anything about that. Just let her murder people, and I'm happy. My only issue think, with Carol... I think Ezekiel will treat her well. Uh, yeah, sure, great. Ezekiel will treat her wonderful. Just let her murder people. He gives her so much space. I love that he gives her space. Yes, he's he given her leniency in this episode. He's like, yeah, go. Go run, yeah, go run needs... the, the other thing. Go away for a while. It's okay. I'll raise our kid together. Whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I might like, just she needs that's what she needs right now. She doesn't she wants to be able to do what she wants and if you yeah. want to be part of Carol's life you have to understand that she wants as to do the what kids, she wants. As the kids say, I stand for Carol. And yeah. um that doesn't have anything to do with her love life. It doesn't have anything to do with her personally. I just want to see Carol murder people. That's all I care about. Okay. <laughs> We're on season nine. We're on season nine of the show. I don't care about anything else. Just make Carol murder people, and I'm happy. My only <laughs> issue with Carol in this episode is don't don't snub out his fucking butt, man. Like, do you know how hard it was to like come up okay. with a shitty cigarette but on the road with everyone else on the on the fucking horses? Is not the time to propose. Um, oh, find okay. a better, more romantic time to propose. Come on. Okay. Yeah, she did say, "Don't do it." Stubbing out, she, she was talking about stubbing out the cigarette butt of Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's. She, I just she stepped on yeah. a cigarette, and it's like those can't be hard to come by. But your your point with the the proposal, she literally told him not after we have one of these things, like when they have a close call shit meet, which is hilarious. Yeah, I agree. It's so no, funny. I totally agree because when he almost dies and then he proposes, it doesn't mean as much. Mm-hmm. Just don't step out. Right. Just don't step out. So one cigarette in the zombie apocalypse. Don't do it when there's not a zombie apocalypse, man. That's... They might be growing tobacco for all you know. That's still... He's got to go get it and roll it. Don't stub out my... If I handed you a fucking <laughs> Cheeto, there's Cheetos aplenty. We, we might as... There's Cheetos almost everywhere, <laughs> and you fucking throw it on the ground and step on it? Not, not cool, Shane. Why are you stepping on my Cheeto? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Cheetos. Um... As far as cigarettes, you should get over it, man. It's the zombie apocalypse. We should all get over our addictions. We should not be addicted to anything once we have the opportunity yeah, not, not yeah, to be. Yeah, but you, you're right. You're right. Cool. We'll just give it up. That's fine. So, <laughs> zompocalypse is, is a, the zompocalypse is a good opportunity to stop being addicted to cigarettes, is all I'm saying. Sure. It's still not cool. You're gonna die. <laughs> Shane, Shane, Shane. Yeah. You're going to die. Let's apply the alcohol thing you you went we were talking about earlier though to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're in this zombie apocalypse. You could die tomorrow. Do what you yeah. want to your own oh, body. Absolutely, yeah. Go kill yourself if you want to. You go smoke cigarettes. I don't care. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, it's not cool. Somebody wants to smoke cigarettes. Don't stomp on their cigarettes. You're right. <laughs> Whatever. Like he's just he's enjoying a thing. It's a thing he enjoys. Yeah. Like if I'm feeding a chicken nugget i i love chicken mcnuggets and uh, yeah i include the mick there because i love the chicken mcnuggets from mcdonald's i yeah. love them and if you yeah. and i know they're the bad man, for you but you they're good that, they're fine whatever knock, knock, knock that mcnugget out of my hand and step on it 
Oh, son. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was still it was still a great conversation. I love that they had that together. They shared those great moments. They're, mm-hmm. they're still good friends. And it's also one of these things of, you know, when you look at characters that have certain roles in these fantasy worlds, they it's a hard time. They have a hard time talking to other people. Um like 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 superheroes can only hang out with like superheroes because they're fucking superheroes. These the Daryl and Carol are part of people that are of legend. All these fucking people that are just like sheeple. Well, the, that were following. The two of them are some of the only first season characters left. Yeah. Right, and they're the people that helped you know either you know stop Negan or do this or do that. They're the people of legend. They can't just go pal around with the the lowly, you know, the cot sleepers, the ones that. I thought are, it was cool when uh, Rick was doing the inspection of the sanctuary, and there were people like, "Oh, that's the guy. That's <laughs> the guy. That's the guy that did the war." It's the you famous know? Rick like, Grimes. These people are spoken of, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Any last thoughts before we hit the mailbag? If I thought that it was cool that I, I definitely made a point of checking out while I watched the episode. We got everybody. Everybody was in this episode. Like yeah. at one point, my Except notes me. are like, "Well, okay, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, whatever." But at one point, my notes are like Rosita question mark. But then Rosita showed up. Mm-hmm. Like I was glad we got to see everybody that is a named character, except for Negan. Blah was in this episode. <laughs> Um, What's his face? That guy we like, we all like. The guy who's like, dude, that guy. Well, that's Who? gonna be some major no. shit. <laughs> no, not that guy. Uh, oh. um, Ezekiel's pal. Uh, oh, Jerry. Oh, he was at Jerry. Jerry was in it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He was in it. Yeah. Fucking love Jerry. I was like, hey, Jerry. Hey, Brooklyn. Hey, all these people I, I care about. I can't not see yeah, Jerry right. and not think back to last season when Rick's all sad about Carl and, <laughs> and Jerry's walking down there holding a baby and he weighs up. And I just imagine going, hey, Rick, I got this baby. How's it going? <laughs> Aren't kids a I wonderful also... thing? They're so much fun. Well, I'm going to get back to, well, you reading something? What you reading? Okay, well, I'll get back to carrying this someone's kid around that's not dead. Bye. <laughs> I also love that when when I was watching the episode, I watched I watched it every week with a friend of mine, and we were watching it together. And I was like, "Eh, it's the season premiere, which means these people in the episode, they're they're always going to have one or two new people. It's always like, hey, it's Captain Kirk and Spock and McCoy and Instant Jimmy beaming down to the planet. Who's going to die, right? It's Instant Jimmy. So I was watching. I was like, eh, these new people, somebody's going to die, right? And somebody did. Ken died, but. <laughs> They also killed Gregory. So I was yeah. like, okay, good. So they're not just doing the thing where, okay, we're going to introduce somebody for the first episode and kill him off, right? They also did a character who's been around a couple seasons. Good. I, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I guess I guess if I had one final thing. Something, Real nice. Something I didn't uh, bring up. <laughs> Going nice. the, oh. the show went full circle with uh, you're all a bunch of dum-dums. Don't hang them from the – fuck, let him drop and snap his neck. Jesus Christ. Walk off with a horse? <laughs> What are you well, Maggie, fucking Maggie Yosemite Sam? Down. What are you goddamn Annie Oakley? Fucking Jesus, have some humanity. Well, they weren't going to build, first off, they weren't going to build a trap door to spring under him. They had to do the horse they thing. They don't have to. And he stands on top of the thing and they push. It's, it's, okay, it's there. You don't, it, too, the stand also, doesn't make you fall. Like, the fall makes you fall. And they were like, put him on a horse. Like, it's tombstone. <laughs> What the fuck? Did you also That's, put a snake in his But boot? it's cool. I like that Maggie ordered him to be cut down, which was nice. Nate, and... Nate makes a good point. Nate makes a good point. Yeah. It's cool. The earlier heist thing was also cool. 
it's also dumb yeah. too, like smoking. I also there we thought go. Uh, <laughs> one thing I noticed this episode was when they had the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, it says something about how um, how far we've come mm-hmm. that they're able to have a real funeral, like with a coffin and people singing. They're not just throwing somebody yeah, like they in a didn't hole. Just leave his dead body at the site. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not just throwing him in a hole like they did with some other people, right? Mm-hmm. They they built a coffin. They had a ceremony. Somebody sang. It was like civilization is coming back, which combined with Michonne's thing and combined with going to the museums made me feel like we might be moving forward. We're finally doing something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want a Viking funeral, by the way. Deal. Just, uh, this it. is on record. Well, y'all have got, y'all got like two lakes there, so you got yeah. some options. We got a few. Um, like, they, uh... Brent, remember what... <laughs> Remember when Stella died and I thought about getting her, giving her a bike funeral? There was a moment I thought I was going to have to cool. talk you out of actually doing that. Because <laughs> and the only reason I didn't, mm-hmm. well, a few reasons, probably because, like, I didn't have a permit for that kind of thing. But, like, also, I, I wanted, like, if I had if I had scotch cremated, I should get Stella cremated, too. Sure. Keep... Well, a Viking funeral is kind of a cremation. Yeah, you just don't yeah. get the ashes, you know. Well, I thought, like, Stella would, like, really dig on having a like, Viking funeral, I think. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was, was a pretty, it was just like, we're going to set a fire on a lake. And, and I, I tried to, like, because it was a moment of mourning and fun. Like, a moment of, like, trying to be positive. Like, we were remembering fun things about her and stuff. And you said that, I'm glad I got I to like, meet Stella while I was there. Yeah, yeah. she was the best. Yeah, she's a pretty kitty. Yeah. The fucking best, man. She, was, she wasn't a kitty. She was her other roommate. Yeah. But, um, but I, here's what I want to say about the episode. I still, I still, every time I roll over in bed, I'm like, I check to make sure I'm not going to oh, roll over oh, on her, oh. and then I remember and I get sad. Nate, every every night. Nate, every night. Still, it, not a night has gone by where I haven't checked. It's going to be that way for a while. Nate, I yeah. think that I see her out of the corner of my eye so much because I'm so used to either having to, like, move over, clear spot for yeah. or something, and I, or when I, every day when I come home, I see, like, something curled up on my bed, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, she, yeah. she's hanging out my room. Oh, there's still... Nope, that's part of my yeah. blanket. Or it's part, it's, it's, she's always yeah. in my peripheral. It's, it's... Yeah. Well, listen, listen, not to... I don't want to, 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 you know, snub that out too much, but I do want to say you guys did find the fundamental thing that I missed about this episode of why all this stuff was dumb. Because it was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool. It was just so much. It was just so much better and 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 better paced and more. I don't know. I cared about it so much more than I've cared about season premieres in the past. I I, I just feel like the new showrunner has gotten a lot of good vibes in my mind. That's just me. Yeah. N- Nate, did you have final thoughts? Um, I didn't know there was a new showrunner. So when you said that, that's uh, that's interesting. Oh yeah, we've got a new showrunner this year. Uh, uh, a What's woman, uh, Angela Wong, I want to say, but I could be wrong. But point yep. being, not the guy that's been running it for the last few years. He moved on to I Fear the Walking Dead and made it worse. Uh, that, that they made he made that shit worse. Apparently, I haven't watched it, but everything I've read online has said that that episode, that that series, has gotten worse since he moved there. But uh, point being, new showrunner, new vibe. Hopefully forward movement mm-hmm. i'm okay so far i'm happy the the the, the game cool. is ch- the players have changed the game has also changed mm-hmm. yeah. every, 
Everything's changed. It's a totally some things like on screen. Before, now it's risk. Well, some of the characters on screen are going to change soon, and I don't. I, I want to see how that goes. Well, it's not like um, to bring it back to my things. It's not like Doctor Who, where they've got a new showrunner and a new Doctor and new companions and new music and new everything. There's only some yeah. things that have changed. This is only some things changing, but it's enough. It's enough to make me interested in it again nine seasons in. Hmm. So I'm happy. I'm 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 actually interested in. Uh, I can't wait for the new Doctor Who to come out. Has it started yet? It's, yes, we've had one episode so far, and it's been good. God damn, it, it. looks dope. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about. I mean, I know a, like maybe. Two, you know, I'm a Whovian, as they. As, I know. As the nerd I know maybe two percent about Doctor Who, but I've seen a, a few chunks of that first episode, and it looks fucking mm-hmm. dope. I well, it's I might jump like I said, in. it's a new doctor and new showrunner and everything, so that's good. But I was just comparing the two shows. Like, this is not as drastic, but this is still good. Like, I still feel like we're making positive moves. Shane, having seen it, do you think a person that's never seen Doctor Who could jump into this season? Absolutely, this is a very okay. good starting point. Okay, um, we're in a new doctor, new showrunner, new everything. Yes, you could totally start now. And be totally in. Okay. You don't have to know anything. Because if that's yeah. if that that could be like my foot in the door to then go back and watch, you know. See, older yeah, seasons. it's like how yeah. I started watching with Eccleston or whatever his Me name too. is. Me too. Yeah. Um, like I never, wa- I only watched like one or two of the old old ones. Like, mm-hmm. and I could give a shit about those. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, know I started that with Eccleston exists. as well. Yeah. But you could also you could start with Tennant. You could start with Smith. You could start with Capaldi. But starting with Whitaker, who's the current Doctor. You could really start now because there's everything is new. Okay. They're not even doing any old villains. They're not even doing any old stuff at all. They're you doing don't know everything. That. They new. had one episode. They might bring. Well, back they've those. said. All right, sorry. They have said that they're not having any old villains this season, but we'll see. Okay. Point so B. Villains or races? Everything are is they new. Having, are they going to bring back Daleks? Are they going to bring back those they're robots? Saying, no, they're saying no Daleks, no Cybermen, no nothing. What? It's all going to be new this year. Everything what? this year is going to be. Well, they want people to start off. They want people to, you know. Start in and not have to worry about fifty. What about the crazy years, guys who you forget about them once Fifty-five years of continuity. Well, they might do that next season, but right I now they don't want anybody to worry about that. Right, there are these guys. You show me that episode. <laughs> Those, the scary, the weeping fuck. angels or whatever they're called. No, that was also yes. scary. That was also yeah, scary. the weeping I angels. Think about are the aliens, there are aliens that you look at them and then you look away and you immediately forget about them. Oh. That's the silence. Um, yeah, so they had to like they would had a marker and they would mark on their skin every time they saw one because uh-huh. they otherwise they forget it was crazy because like they'd walk around not having seen one then they'd look at their arm and it'd be a bunch of lines like and, and that's like, cool oh, but that shit. was at this point that was five years ago so right now if you want new people to watch it you can't do something from five years ago you got to start fresh you got to do everything fresh oh. so that's what they're doing all right so uh to recap this podcast uh, before we hit <laughs> In the prediction box, uh, those Smithsonian items, they were for puns. Okay. Uh, our email address is balticeffect at gmail.com. We have two emails here. Ooh. We do. We just got one while we were recording. Yeah, we did. Uh, we have one from Rick Tales. We have one from Nix, Nix CR. Baltic Effect's very own Nix CR. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Trent, you have the email up? Yeah, yeah. You want me to read Rick Tales? Yeah. Shane, you want to read the other one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Trent, 
on your mark. Yeah, I was like, are you going to like... Well, then you start reading your... your oh, at the same time. Oh, jeez. Did y'all ever watch that movie, um, Rat Race, that came out oh, yeah. uh, late 90s, oh, early yeah. aughts? Yeah. I always think of Mr. Bean. It's a race. It's a race. I'm Sorry. winning. It's like... Uh, <laughs> I'm winning. And Nick is... Nick is in the lead because he's closest to the door. Ooh, very good, Nick. He should be our captain. Um, Trivia about that movie, real quick. That is the first ever movie mm -hmm. to feature two black Oscar winners. Oh, wow. It's also it's the first a remake of, of... all movies, of all stupid movies of all time, that's the and movie to have. It had Whoopi Goldberg and Cuba Gooding Jr. Nice. Wow. Hello, yeah. That's a good bit of trivia. That's fun. <laughs> all right, Bricktail says, Hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hola. This is not the beginning of something. I don't want to go through it again. <laughs> he says, uh, before getting into this episode, I want to report back in the break, se uh, break since season, Nate. I've watched a lot of TV. Power watching previous seasons of this show, ooh, and also the current season of Fear of the Walking Dead. Whoa. On that, I can say mm. it's okay. Not Good on you, Bricktails. You're doing more than the rest of us. Yeah, let us know some factoids about it, if you don't mind. Um, he says, uh, on that, I can say it's okay, not great, but okay. It's pretty much the same thing as the main show. A group of people band together, try to create a safe place for the zombies, but always run into bigger danger and conflicts with other humans. Hmm. Uh, different characters, but probably lots of the same writers. The season broke into two distinct parts. The first half brought in Morgan and introduced some new characters, while also killing off some of the main characters from uh, previous Fear Seasons. It was actually Ooh. kind of interesting storytelling. One of the main characters was a war correspondent before the, the zombie apocalypse, and she wanted to document people's stories. So the season was told in a non-linear storyline as she was interviewing different characters. Whoa. Who would give dumb? Uh, who would who, <laughs> who would give different parts of the backstory to the action that was happening? So you didn't see how it all came together until the mid-season finale. Then, after a short hiatus, the second half of the season was largely a fake-out. Morgan, <laughs> Morgan announces to the other characters he wanted to go home to Virginia to Alexandria and tries to convince them to go. They get split up by hurricane zombies and a crazy woman who is using zombies as weapons, but eventually they get back together in the last couple episodes and are heading back to East Virginia. Really? Huh. I will pause there and say I like. All right, I haven't watched Fear. I haven't watched it since the beginning it started, but I will say that it's pretty cool. They did a uh, storyline around hurricane because. Walking Dead has not addressed weather at all yeah. in the zombie apocalypse, mm -hmm. and being in Georgia and then you know now moving up to Virginia, it was in tornadoes at least you know oh, yeah. like I, I I think that that's something that hmm, we haven't explored. So to have a hurricane sounds like a good deal. You heard it here, folks. Showrunners, weather. Um, he says uh, they really they really <laughs> something they really made it seem like you are so grateful for anything in the show. Please give me rain. Any difference at all? <laughs> Anything that's different from the last eight seasons, please. You know, I live in Alabama, which is farther south than The Walking Dead is. And last winter, we had two snow events, which is a big deal for us. <laughs> if The Walking Dead would ever, you know, acknowledge the existence of snow, yeah. man, that would be awesome. That would be so cool. So Bricktail says uh, they really made it seem like they were leading up to the season opening of The Walking Dead by bringing these characters to merge into the main show. And there would be an announcement mm -hmm. that this was the last episode of Fear, but then in the last part of the season finale, they decided that no, instead of going to Virginia, they were going to establish a community and try to help others to survive. Okay, uh, okay on to this episode. The new opening may have some clues about this season. We see a dead tree springing to life, suggesting a rebirth society. There's also a wall with a sign on the gate saying final warning, which suggests either travel to some new and dangerous country or some ethical barrier they cross. Hmm. 
There's also mm. a barn with a noose hanging from it. I initially thought that meant a major plot line would be whether or not they execute Negan, and was, as was suggested by the secret meeting between Maggie and Jesus, and I forget who, at, at Daryl, uh, at the end of last season, but I guess it was just uh, pointing mm. to the execution of Gregory. It's going to continue to have consequences for Maggie as the police chief from Cold Case and others at Hilltop will oppose her, and I'm guessing she'll have to execute someone else before the end of the season, based in part on her saying at the end of this episode that she doesn't want to do it again. Interesting. Who's the police chief from Cold Case? I didn't watch Cold Case. I didn't watch Cold Case either. Uh, okay, we'll look it up later. So we finally got a trip into Washington, D.C., which again raises the question of where exactly we are geographically. Alexandria in the show is definitely not the actual Virginia city of Alexandria. I used to live there, and it's way too urban to match the setting of the show. Oh, interesting. That's cool. Hmm. However, we're given the impression... Interesting, yeah. However, we're given the impression here that they're really close to D.C., and several seasons ago, when Abraham, Rosita, and Eugene were arriving at the location, they drove over a hill, and there was downtown D.C. over the river, right before they got to Alexandria. Add to that the fact that Dufresne County, I thought that was going to be a question, isn't a real Virginia County. Mm. Uh, my proposal is this. The world of the show is not the actual world, but it's really close. <laughs> well, you're, okay. you're, you're right, Bricktails. Their world, it's got a different geographic layout and no weather and zombies. Uh, the, so, mm. hold up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about this. Yeah. Dufresne is pronounced Dufresne? I've seen Dufresne spelled that way. You think there's a name I would have pronounced it Dufresne, but I don't know. Um, no, I believe you. It sounds, it sounds like French or something. Um, I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just, I'm just exposing my ignorance. No, it's okay, dude. I'm not from there either. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. I've just seen the name. I thought Andy Dufresne's last name was spelled. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, sh- shit. Never mind. There's a in the coming sentence that refers to it. Let's go back to the email. <laughs> the main difference is that in this world, Virginia was never actually built up at all. Instead, there were just a few gated communities across the Potomac from D.C., one named Alexandria, approximately where the actual Alexandria is. Instead of naming the county Fairfax, people that lived there were huge Shawshank Redemption fans. Hmm. Maybe the state motto is get busy living or get busy dying. Holy shit. <laughs> Andy Dufresne, yeah. That's fucked up. I knew that. Okay, all right. I actually, on my most... All we need is a poster of Rita Haysworth, and we can figure this whole thing out. On my most recent character sheet for the Dungeons and the Dragons, I purchased and put down... I put down that I purchased a hammer, not a Warhammer, but I put Dufresne style. Because <laughs> you could never hurt anyone with it. You'll understand when you see it. He says, the mission to D.C. itself was a little odd to me. I totally understand getting a plow to base a design on, though I thought Hilltop was kind of a living history farm museum before the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah it kind of was, What wasn't the it? fuck? Mm. Um, so, they, so wouldn't they already have old-timey plows? Or wouldn't there be plow designs in all the plans the woman who wants uh, records gave who wants records gave to Maggie last season? The wagon made even less sense. Thank you. They actually rode to D.C. in a wagon to ransack the American History Museum for a wagon. <laughs> or was it the Natural History Museum? It seemed to have things from both. Uh, same with the canoe. Yeah, that was something else. Like, that was... All right, it was obvious watching the episode that it was not the Smithsonian. Because mm-hmm. that... Smithsonian has completely separate buildings for all that shit. It's like the American History Museum they have a whole is separate canoe from the room. Natural History Museum. <laughs> is separate from the air And, and I thought they were in the Capitol building. Uh, oh, no. Who knows? No, it was some kind of museum. I assume there was like a... They were around there. There were some museum, non-Smithsonian. Into... Smithsonian. 
Well, we already know that it's a different world. I mean, when they were in Atlanta at the CDC, they were at the actual opera house in Atlanta. So, anyway. Different world. Hmm. You know, like... Ooh, uh, so I'm like going there next after- Sunday. Oh, nice. What are you going to see at the opera house? Mystery Science Theater Live. Fucking A. That's awesome. That's going to be great. <laughs> I know. I'm Hey, stoked. in two weeks, I'm going to be <laughs> in the ATL, my man. I'm going to be seeing uh, Rocky Horror Sweet. Picture Show. I'm going to go to Netherworld, where they have... Oh, holy fuck. I'm going to Rocky Horror in Birmingham. Okay, nice. but when you're in Atlanta... Sorry to interrupt the podcast, I guess, but when you're in Atlanta, are you going to be in Alabama at all? Or no, just going I'm just going to be there for a couple of days. I got uh, Rocky Horror on the Friday night. Saturday, I'm going to do some record mm-hmm. shopping, Netherworld that night. I'm just going to chill Sunday, and then I'm back out. Um, it's just a get-in, well, get-out uh, kind of Well, you mission. should totally let me know when it is, because I will come over to Atlanta and hang out with you. Hell yeah, man. I'll, I'll give you the time just to say. when I'm going to be there. Unless you unless you have other plans and you have other people you're hanging out with, in which case, whatever. Hanging but... out with Brandon. I don't think Erica's going to get to come, because um, uh, Aiden's got... We'll see. Uh, Aiden and Jack's got stuff going on, but I'll definitely let you know when I'm landing and shit. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, man. Um, okay, anyway, continue. Let's see. Uh, doobly-doobly-doo. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He said, he said, he said... Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ransack American History Museum hey, for a wagon, or was it Natural History Museum? Hold on. What? Hold on. Court stenographer, can we hear, <laughs> can we hear that back? Uh, he said, doobly doobly do. Okay. <laughs> and now I've lost it again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Yep. The wagon made even less sense. It seemed to have things from both. Same with the canoe. It didn't seem they need to get an, an ancient dugout canoe to learn how to make canoes. That said, the seeds seem like, like the only really sensible, sen- the only sensible part of the raid into D.C. By the way, I totally thought they were going to D.C. to get the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, as part of the foundation <laughs> of a new society, which would have turned this whole thing into a Nicolas Cage movie. I want to point out that as we were watching this, okay. I made a joke and called Rick, Rick Cage. This happened. This is true. Something about that. And then they go into that building, and Nate said something about getting like the Declaration or something. I was like, it would be a Rickolas Cage movie. And then... Okay, well, first off, it would be super impossible to get to those. Um, but secondly, go to any library, and there's books. Go, go, you can find copies of the Declaration. You don't have to go get the original Declaration of Independence to figure out how to set up your, yeah, your new society. Map right? like, but Shane, but Shane, they're at how least... You get behind the bulletproof glass but Shane, to they would, the actual they would at least be doing something different. You know, they would be and doing... And you know what? I would appreciate watching that <laughs> as entertainment. I would watch it. He says... I would uh, criticize you, it, but I would watch it. Bat blast. Use, you, use the bullets from season two of uh, uh, Luke Cage. <laughs> uh, use the bullets from season two of Luke Cage where they came up with some bullets that they thought would pierce Luke Cage's skin. Spoiler alert, didn't work. Do you think Luke Cage is related to Nicolas Cage? I absolutely think Lucas Cage <laughs> and Nicolas Cage are related. Brick tails. Did you say Lucas Cage? I absolutely said Lucas Cage. Brick, Brick Tales continues. Oh no, the woman who wanted um, records. Supposedly it's been a year and a half since the end of season. Nate, has she ever come back? How about that helicopter? Those are surely plot points that will come in this what season. What we were saying earlier, yeah. But they seem to have conveniently waited over a year before they show up again. R.I.P.D. Gregory, thank you for saying R.I.P.D. I haven't said that in so long. Brick Tales is a true fan. Yeah, uh, he is. He's followed the Baltic Effect for forever. He knows everything. And I was yeah. reminded of it because I was reading. I found myself on the Wikipedia list of um, highest loss movies of all time, like movies that lost the most money, and it's on there, man. <laughs> it's one of the one of the. R.I.P.D. Yeah, R.I.P.D. Um, 
Nice. So it's kind of sad to see him go, but as I said above, I think that will be an ongoing plot point as a source of division at Hilltop, probably led by the guy who was the police lieutenant on Cold Case. He's way too recognizable an actor to not have a major role in the season, and we're all Rick like... Tales. <laughs> Rick Tales, next week, please tell us who you're talking about, because I don't know who was the, the guy on Cold Case. I'm sorry. Well, dudes, it's clear to the rally point. See you on the flip. Rick Tales. Nice. Thank you, Bruce. Hell yeah, thanks, buddy. Thank you very much, dude. We appreciate it. All right. All right, our next email comes for us from a familiar face. Yeah. I say that like we all look at each other's faces. <laughs> I was looking at both our faces uh, when you said it. This... I mean, I pull up pictures of you guys before I go to bed every night, but all right. Oh, oh same. Same. <laughs> same. <laughs> all right, uh, this next one is from Nick CR from... Better Call Saul fame. The podcast yeah. on the show. He's on the show too. <laughs> to the listener, if you to the listener, if you happen to watch Better Call Saul, you should check out the Better Call Saul podcast. Yeah. Nick's on. It's a good show. He's great. Yeah. He's super knowledgeable. Yeah, he's is he he's hard one to of stump. the smartest on is he one of the smartest bolting effectors? Although we're all really smart. <laughs> we're all in our own ways. Uh, <laughs> but if you were to ask us which one of us knows more about the breaking Bataverse, I think definitely it would be Nick. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Check out tuckershole.com.wordpress.com. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuckershole.com might be a different kind of site. <laughs> All right, Shane, you want to read the email from I'm Tucker? <laughs> and this is my hole. <laughs> yes, I can read. I can, I can read. I, I totally know how to read. Okay. Right, go ahead. Um, Nick CR says, Hi, guys. Hi. I'm just I'm just watching this now, so I'll type my thoughts as I go. So we're gonna get we're gonna get a stream of consciousness nice. from Nick CR. Nice. He says, "I'm glad to see they finally figured out walkie-talkies. <laughs> I always wondered why ex-police officers like Rick and Shane hadn't thought of that back when people would separate and go off into the woods. <laughs> Stop there. Pause there. They've had walkie-talkies since season one, right? I mean, Rick uh." Yeah, Rick and Morgan used to communicate using walkie-talkies. And the Saviors Nick. had them, and and uh, Alexander yeah, Nick, had them. And... Uh, I love you, Nick, but I feel like they've been doing that for a minute. Okay. Nick, up your up your game, Nick. Come on. <laughs> to, hey, hey. Like ninety percent of his brain is full of Breaking Bad. Okay. Yeah. It's so already, we, can't, no we can't expect him to know everything about this show too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. He says. Why the heck do they need to steal a canoe from the museum? Thank That's you. everyone is pointing out. They did not need to steal a canoe from the museum. You're right. <laughs> His next sentence. <laughs> why? Why all the aluminum ones? Wait, wait, are all the aluminum ones cursed or something? <laughs> they cursed. <laughs> yeah, they like they they have boat stores. <laughs> There's stores that sell boats. They have trees. They have like it's not. They could. Oh, you they could make a canoe so easy. Aluminum canoes are so light too. I feel like a canoe is the easiest boat to make. You don't have to make a sail or anything. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna like from now on when someone doesn't use something, <laughs> I'm gonna go. It was it cursed? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. He continues. He says that Gregory guy at Hilltop looks like he's gonna make trouble again. <laughs> they should have transferred. They should have transferred to another community and then given him a job away from Hilltop. That's what I would have yeah, done. Yeah, they should do that. Yep. 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 Gregory's making trouble. <laughs> yeah, Maggie, you said it. He doesn't give a crap about all the stupid stuff he's done and all the chances he's been given. But you gave him those chances. Well, that's that's not victim Ooh. shame here. Let's you know. 
maybe that was his last chance. And then he says, uh, were Carol and the king a thing before this episode? I'll pause that and say, eh, eh they hung out. Ish, yeah. You know, they cared about each other. He Ezekiel checked on her when she was doing that I think he had a stupid, crush stupid on her. plot line. Mm -hmm. When she yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to hang out in this house all season and not kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, he checked on her then. So he cared about her. Uh, he says, I think she's right to wait. They need to... You know, when he says right to wait, I gotta pause again because it sounds very much like I'm from the South. It sounds very much like a Baptist sort of like, oh yeah, they should wait until marriage. True, true okay. love waits, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, dating a girl that was in true love waits or she wore the ring and I was like, That's a neat ring and she's like, Yeah. It says true love waits. I'm like, Oh, that's really sweet. She's like, Yeah, it means <laughs> about sex and I go, Huh. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I gotta. <laughs> All right, hit... our conversation's done. All right. Gotta... I saw a thing over. <laughs> gotta hit here. the old dusty trails. <laughs> you let your dad know I didn't fuck you. <laughs> I'll see you on the flip. <laughs> well, continues. He says uh, they need to stabilize the food situation between the communities before planning out a whole royal wedding. I agree. Oh yeah. He says, um, okay. Well, I guess Maggie finally took care of it, but I don't think she would have been in this position if she had acted decisively sooner. Interesting. Well, she was trying to be nice. She was trying she's trying to be well, nice. Well, she was trying uh, to do it Rick's Rick's uh, he way. Says, well, so. that was most <laughs> He says, "Well, that was mostly boring, but the final 20 minutes were okay." <laughs> <laughs> I miss better call Saul already. Here <laughs> Nick CR. Oh, Nick. I miss talking with you about Better Call Saul, and we just talked about it last night. Yeah. I already miss it. Hey, I, look, I like this episode a lot, a lot better than, than many, many episodes. I like this episode better than most seasons of this show, but, yeah, I miss Better Call Saul. I don't know if Nick CR has been following this every season like we have, but, yeah, this was a good season premiere. Just trust me. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was stupid. Comparatively. They did stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh compared to 90% of the other shows that I... I watched it was stupid as hell. But compared to itself, compared to the show, were they cursed? Someone's like, this goddamn, this goddamn boat is cursed. There's a fucking ghost. Spook. And they pull, they pull the boat out, and a ghost goes, like out of it, and they're like, God damn it! The last boat we pulled out of the shop was cursed. This one's fucking cursed. I gotta go back in there and get another fucking boat. Fuck, this one's cursed too. Shit! You know what? It's a joke. <laughs> All right, guys, let's if go to the Smithsonian. We're going back to wood. <laughs> if this show suddenly became zombies and ghosts, I wouldn't be upset. Zombies and ghosts. So. That's interesting. That's intriguing. <laughs> I would and watch it. I'd be like, okay, there. sure. Yeah, let's try this out. <laughs> Are they cursed? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Thank, I have you, one final... Thank you, everybody, for submitting. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I have one final thought. I, I noticed that Nick said aluminum. Nick, in Canada, do you say aluminum or aluminium like they do in mm -hmm. England? Just a final question. Please write in. Uh, the rest of you, uh, do what Nick is about to do and clarify that for us. Uh, write into balticeffect at gmail.com. Send your questions there as well. Yeah, send your, your quiz questions and your uh, your emails. Just make sure you put in the email, uh, in the, uh, what's it called? Subject line. The subject line. Yeah. Just put in there, you know, which one it is oh, so yeah. we don't accidentally. Yeah. Um, yeah, put in the subject line. Before yeah. we go. Say, say if, 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 even if it's for, uh, like, say, this is for, just say, like, um, the show and then say 
quiz questions if it's quiz questions. Just to prevent mm-hmm. mistakes. Before we go, um, I mentioned this in the Breaking Bad uh, <laughs> Better Call Saul podcast um, last night that it happened. But in case there's not, in case there's someone that, that we don't have, there's some people that aren't crossover listeners. Um, Nate, what does how how does how does one in the zombie apocalypse ask another person if they want to have sex? <laughs> I feel like this oh. is the setup for a joke. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> okay, we're sitting there watching. I don't the, know how does someone ask? <laughs> we're watching the episode, and Rick goes to like, "Oh, do you want to plow?" No, that's not it. That's not it. We're watching the episode together, and Nate's just like, well, as we're watching it, and and Rick and Michonne are about to like get into bed Nate goes, oh, right. Nate goes hey do you want to touch me in my stinky place <laughs> that's right you did mention that no. <laughs> it's stinky place has been my so favorite thing I've thought about it for two days straight anyway I'm it's so worse sorry, it's worse than the uh, sunken place is the stinky place oh yeah yes for sure <laughs> I haven't had a bath in years. Smelly <laughs> <laughs> part of your body? That place. All right. Uh, this is big. <laughs> and on that note. To the listener, if anyone tries to touch you in your stinky place, let an adult know. Yeah, you tell them no. That's tell my stinky adult. place. Yeah. Um, uh, submit. Uh, s- uh, please send in your emails to the thing. Also, tell us how please your country do. produced. So, uh... Uh, tell us how your country uh, pronounces aluminum. And um, this has been the Walking Dead podcast brought to you by the Bowling Effect. I'm Nate. That's Shane. Adios. And that's Trent. Bye. And uh, all the aluminum canoes are cursed. <laughs>
such a good time With David Gordon Green David Gordon Green The traffic thick and dark An accident Ahead of me Guys, I'm sorry for like laughing through this whole podcast, but Dude, was I was in some fun. sort of space. I don't know. Yeah, this was a great podcast. I had a good time. <laughs> good, good. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.